The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Back here on the Coaches Show, brought to you by Middle Tennessee Electric, serving our community by providing affordable, reliable, and safe electricity online at mte.com. Time to talk Blackman football. Chandler Tigard joins us this morning, and um, I would think <laughs> I've, I've, I've run through my head how to introduce this with you, Coach, but last night it was like a – Man, that 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 was escaping. Maybe I guess I don't know, but your guys showed a lot of grit to win that ball game. I thought. Yeah, it was a fun high school football game. So you guys were there. Y'all saw the whole thing. Yeah. So, uh, so thanks for being there. I think that was the first time in a minute we've had y'all. Um, you know, first first road game for us in seven weeks. Uh, so that's definitely a challenge. First game on grass and had nine, to love that grass. Huh? In nine weeks, yeah, we were checking <laughs> the weather. Uh, I think they only had point one inches of rain, but. Um, the field uh, was in uh, was in rough shape, so we had to definitely make some adjustments going through. They, um, I'm, I'm sure that they really would have loved a downpour, you know, or something like that. Yeah, right? you know, uh, I've, I've coached in those areas before, and I've seen a uh, you know a, a random downpour uh, pregame, so <laughs> it uh, it definitely was in uh, uh, challenging field conditions. Yeah, yeah, I can remember a trip or two to uh, Cookville where oh the sprinklers broke or something like that. You know, <laughs> I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but uh, I was like, hey, you guys must have gotten a lot of rain. He's like, oh yeah, 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 it rained yeah. a lot. So right there know, over the stadium. Yeah, which we had kind of prepared our kids. So we, you know, we took tons of towels and, and ten footballs, and you know, we were ready to go. Uh, started out throwing the ball pretty well to start the game. Um, you know, other than the first three and out, and but uh, we, we just had to adjust. You know. You know, um, one thing that, as as we were coming home last night, just talking about the ball game, you had to overcome not only being playing from behind a lot, you had to overcome four turnovers. I mean, if you wanted to draw up, how much adversity can we take and get a win? You probably maxed out last night. Yeah, we we hit it last night. So we've been talking about winning through adversity. Um, you know, now especially for a couple of weeks, we brought in a really good speaker, uh, an author who came in, and um, he started sharing that with the kids uh, a couple of weeks ago. And so we've been talking about that. And we had we knew we were going to have plenty of it. Uh, we had prepared these kids for for that atmosphere, and you know, it's what a cool place with the giant jumbotron, and um, you know, they, their kids got a police escorted into the game, and their stadium's completely packed, and you know, hostile environment, super loud. You know, the announcer screaming into the microphone right until we snap the ball. Um, so there was plenty of adversity. You know, we go three and out to start the game. Uh, they go down and score. You know, we get down 10 points for the first time uh, in, in a long time and then just have to, you know, battle our way back. You trailed at halftime for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we just kind of talked to the kids and, you know, call them, they, they were fine at halftime, you know, nice and calm. And um, we just knew we had to go to work. And uh, so in the second half, we, you know, kind of got more wildcat stuff, kind of protect the ball, or at least that was the theory. And, uh, you know, ran the ball uh, pretty decently in the second half. Uh, ben Marshall, Justin Brown got back there in the wildcat and um, you know that that helped us with the with the field conditions. Yeah, I had Peyton Thomas back there as well. I mean, he had yep. four four quarterbacks yep. per se, I guess, last night. Um, and 
Jack Reisner was 10 of 13, 184 yards, I think, were all of those first half? Yeah, that was all in the first half. Yeah. Um, and then, But it was just we were having trouble catching snaps because um, the, the field was so wet. Even if you ran in a dry ball, for whatever reason, it was throwing back water beads in his face. And um, So it's hard to catch a snap, RPO the defense, read the defense, throw a screen, throw the ball downfield. Um, and then up front, you know, we just didn't run the ball very well. To start the game, um, they're, they're, Coffee County's got some big, huge dudes. And uh, so we knew that was going to be a struggle. And, you know, they were trying to stop the run uh, with a light box and forcing us to throw out wide to double teams. And, you know, so it was just kind of a, uh, um, you know, a bad bad mix of stuff going. Uh, so we had to just kind of find what's going to work. You know, Peyton can get the extra hat in the box by him running around. And, you know, then the Wildcat stuff makes that into. Um I, a coffee County person said, "Yeah, we, we feed our kids uh, pinto beans and cornbread." You could tell. They, I mean, there's some big dudes. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's a it's a neat place, and they they did a really good job. Um, you know, they've got some athletes too. Now their quarterback mm-hmm. is uh, he's committed to Mississippi State in baseball as a sophomore. Um, so he's one of the best baseball players uh, in the southeast, and so you know that guy was running all over the place and then they've got a very good tight ends got austin p a couple other offers so um you know they've got some good skill players too and they're going to be tough now moving back into our region uh, i know they're not thrilled about it but uh i mean from what i saw last night they're gonna be able to compete 22 their um running back heaton was a, a big problem for you guys in the first half but i thought you made some adjustments in the second half to really make his yards much more difficult and uh that that was one of the very obvious adjustments you made at the half yeah the well the biggest thing in the game was the uh the the fumble uh campbell lee's fumble on a big pass play uh from peyton thomas you know the the team the the stands felt he was clearly down and you know it kind of hit the point where like all right we see what's going on and you know, it, it's uh, the clock issues. There's a lot of stuff going on, right? So our fans and our defense kind of hit the hit the wall. We're like, okay, no matter what we do, it's going to be some bad calls. There's going to be some adversity. And that was the most fired up they've been all season. Got a three and out. And uh, then later Ben Marshall takes a, a 90, another 93-yard touchdown run. So I think it's yeah. 93. Yeah. 92, 93, mm-hmm. I don't know. He was just gone. That's, yep. that's all that matters in that one. Um, there, there was one time you, you got a coffee county gift and then give it right back you know i mean that 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 game was just so emotional but you know you can always come away from those you you win those you you learn from those types of games well we've had a few of those uh so we talked about last year we would have lost all these close games whether it was the stewart's creek game or coffee county or gallatin or um, I think with Siegel was another one. So where this year we've won every single one of those games. So that, that shows a lot about where we've come uh, from from last year to this year going into our – this is our second year together as a staff. Uh, I think the, the guys told me last night we're only the fifth team now in school history to win ten games or more and make it to the quarterfinals. And that's uh, the first time since 2015. So, you know, to do that in our second year, we're definitely proud. And, um, you know, it says a lot about our kids and our assistant coaches and all the hard work we've been doing for for this these two years well it it also looked in the second half offensively and and you explaining you know um the the changes at at quarterback you just put people in positions to give you more options especially running the football it seems yeah it just depends how the defense plays us Mm -hmm. um and so you know coffee county was doing a really good job 
uh, of doubling out wide, keeping you know man, uh, men running underneath shorter routes uh, when Jack was in there, and they just you know they're they're up front were so big and doing so well to stop the run uh, that it kind of had to cause some adjustments. Now, if, if we played that game on turf at our place, it's a totally different game. Um, but the field mixed with what they're doing, you know, we had to adjust to, to see some different things. And, you know, ultimately, if we were going to go down, um, you know, Ben Marshall's going to touch the ball. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you put kids, you put your best kids in the best position taking into account all the circumstances to give your team a chance to win period yep, yep. uh we got an, we got another onside kick last night so i think yeah. that was our 10th or 11th on the year so that was a big one well um, they were in that second one though when it bounced and just went the opposite way that was a heartbreaker because i think you all would have recovered that one too well in the first two we actually um kicked them completely wrong that way it wasn't supposed to go down that way and um the once we actually got our kicker settled down and, and and got some good kicks and we had a good chance. Yeah, the second one we should have recovered. It hit us because we didn't have awareness to see it coming across the line and you know that just added special teams on onto the mix. But we did make all of our extra points last night, so uh, so shout out to those guys. Yeah, I, I mean um, I thought there was a pivotal two point play for them in mm-hmm. there when they got the penalty and you know that I mean your your guys defended that well. I thought. Oh, yeah, and um, we actually knew that exact play was coming and it worked it all week. They hadn't shown it all year, but we had known they're going to have a, a, a bootleg pass to number 10, who's their best uh, their best wide out. We put our best guy on him. He still caught the ball, um, even though we knew where it was going, but we got fortunate that there was a lineman downfield on that play. And, um, and for, for the longest, they weren't even going to go for two. So it, we didn't know what was going on because they should have, and they had to wait till the very last second to run, run the offense back out there. And um, so then to stop that two point play was very big. And, you know, we ended up having to score a couple more times in the end of the game. But uh, that was a big play in the game. I, I thought there was a series there in the fourth quarter where they uncharacteristically went away from the run game and tried to hit 10. They did hit him a couple of times, but um, your guys adjusted to that change from them as well on, on offense. Your defense adjusted well to that, I thought. Yeah, I mean we're we're built to try to make uh, make the team uh, like them try to push the ball down the field, and they only took two shots uh, down the field pretty much the entire game just because the you know the field situation. Uh, they were throwing little bubble screens out there to number ten, and uh, he's he's a tough guy to tackle one on one. But you know Elijah Pitts, Justin Brown, uh, Jacob Page got him down, but uh, little Trey McGaffey, a, a sophomore, thirty five yeah. out there, uh, he started the last two weeks uh, due to some injuries and stuff, and you know. Know, he's out there and he made one of the plays of the game third and ten uh and they throw a seam ball to a guy who's fairly wide open and he's got to cover two guys and jumps up and makes the play and so a sophomore to be starting in that situation with our season on the line uh that was one of the plays of the game last night we are talking with uh, blackman coach chandler tigard his team I, I don't think i've even given the score it was 35 31 uh <laughs> last night in uh a, a wild one in uh manchester and uh come away with the victory uh, I, I did want to make sure we mentioned justin you've, you've mentioned him a couple of times but you've got to have him on the field just about every play offense and defense i yeah, mean he it, plays it, every down i yeah. mean we think he's mr football um so he, he's not going to come out he won't he'll refuse to come out 
Um, so he, he played every snap at, at free safety and um, made a bunch of tackles last night. And I can't remember. I think he had five, About and, five and a half. Yeah, five and a half tackles, uh, over 160 receiving yards, uh, four total touchdowns, two, two rushing, two receiving. Uh, he's, he's just a great player. I mean, he could go play safety anywhere he wants in the country. Um, but I tell you, Mississippi State's getting a very good one. And you already talked about Ben, but to me that that 92, 93 yard touchdown run was um, a bit of a momentum shifter. Do you think mm-hmm. that big play was a, a, a kind of gave your guys a little extra and, and maybe deflated coffee a bit? Uh, at the time, it did. It, it didn't later at the game, but uh, but yeah, it's you know um, we we decided to go with the wildcat stuff after halftime. Um, just you know really wanted to make sure we had to score and we had to protect the football. Um, and we we called a, a good play inside, and they kind of guessed wrong. And then Ben took off, and he hit his fastest uh, miles per hour he's hit all year. So he hit over like twenty one and a half miles an hour, uh, which for a kid that's six five, two hundred twenty pounds, that's that's rolling. Um, so that's up there with Justin and Jacob and yeah. some of their guys on their speed. So you know he's he's fired up to have a new top speed that he can put out there on his uh, on his Twitter and all that. So that's that was pretty neat. I mean, just when he has the football, if it's a two yard gain, he just he lunges forward and it's another two yards you know it's, it's yeah he just does too much a little little, little uh sometimes and that's what happened when uh um you know their little freshman came in and stripped him and ran it back for a touchdown so yeah. i'll be giving him a hard time about that one for a minute because <laughs> i tell you what they start a freshman safety who's a pretty good player and that was an impressive play by that kid last night's game did have a lot of ups and downs and it was what was intriguing about it is both teams showed a lot of will to this is not how our season is going to end here and those are the kind of games you expect in the playoffs yeah i mean it's a tough hard-fought playoff game that's what you're going to get in the second round uh, and from here on out and you know you're in the final eight and uh you know we're getting to where exactly blackman should be this is kind of the baseline you know to where really it should be blackman oakland every year one and two and you know let's go figure it out from there and um, so it's good to be in our second year and, and be back in the baseline where we want to be. And now we just got to figure out how to take those next steps. Well, let's kind of transition to that because that is the next game for you guys. It's at Oakland and uh, an interesting stat that I've been keeping since um, uh, working here mm, 30 years next year. And um, this this year because Oakland and Blackman are playing in the quarterfinals means that there's a semifinalist. Some team is going to be a semifinalist and that's 25 years straight. The Rutherford County has had a team in the final four, 28 of the last 29 years. And, um, since 93, that's pretty amazing. But that's what you, what made me think of that is you said, this is where we expect to be. Mm -hmm. This is, this is where Rutherford County football fans expect somebody to be at least. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be somebody out of Rutherford County, um, and it's been Oakland for a long time. And um, honestly, the same semifinal game has been played, I think, 10 straight years. And, you know, there's there's some good and there's some bad from that. I mean, if you go to Alabama or some other states, um, us and Oakland wouldn't be playing each other until the, the semifinals uh, because you match up with more regions. You know, I hate that, um, you know, our region is so difficult where Siegel is not playing because they could easily have, have won some playoff games. Um, I I hate that you know we have to knock each other out uh and so then 
you know, really what you could see is this, uh, this next game next week is the actual state championship. And whoever wins this one, we feel pretty good is, is going to, going to go on and win the whole thing. Well, we tried something called the Z plan and that was a disaster, but it, you know, I, I, I guess there's probably not a perfect playoff format. You, but you can't worry about that. You just got to play who's next in front. Yeah. You play who's in front. Um, you know, I do get into that stuff, just kind of debating, you know, what, how other States work. And it's, it is interesting, you know, cause you yeah. just don't, you don't see a ton of upsets in, in our playoff system and you see the same teams every year and, uh, which is credit to those teams. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's the way the home field advantage is set up is different here. And it's, it's interesting to talk about. And, uh, I do like that the state championship games have moved to Chattanooga and it's got a pretty good atmosphere and nice stadium. So, uh, the biggest thing is once you you hit this part is you want these kids to feel special you know you've come this far in the playoffs we do thursday night steak dinners uh which has been a big hit so every thursday night you know you start out with a steak and potato and then now we added another side and then this week we're gonna add another one and so it becomes this big feast and then eventually you hit thanksgiving and you get a big thanksgiving spread and you know then you go to the state championship and you're supposed to stay in a hotel and kind of get the college environment uh like a travel game for a college team and a lot of these kids that's their that's their one chance that they get to go out there and feel like they're you know the big time college football player the quarterfinals have have been a spot that the blackman blaze have been in many times but uh just once in 2013 have gotten to the uh to the semifinals so i I know that as you build this program that is that is a goal for you guys to to get over that quarterfinal hump isn't it yeah, we talked about um, believing, you know, you can make school history this year and, and going down as one of the best teams in school history. And, you know, there's been five teams that have hit the quarters. Um, and so to be there again uh, for the first time since 15 is a big deal. And then, you know, only one team, Juwan's team, has made the semis. Um, and so, you know, that's the goal is just figure out a way, make it happen, get to the next round. Coach, um Exciting game last night. Glad, glad you came back uh, with the victory. And um, now I know who that was going passing me. Well, I was going 80, so somebody else was going really fast if they passed me. But anyway, coming back last night from Coffee County. Yeah, she was driving, so I, she gets the blame for that one. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, I saw blue lights, but I, I, I tried to block them. <laughs> Coach, thanks so much. Uh, good luck. We'll see you uh, Friday night and next Saturday morning. Thanks a lot. Go Blaze. That is Chandler Tiger joining us, the head coach of the Blackman Blaze here on the Prentice Hall of Heating and Air. Coach's Corner brought to you by Dan France Concrete, a licensed and insured residential and commercial concrete, uh, concrete contractor uh, serving Middle Tennessee, Dan France Concrete.